hey there, this is Danny Sunshine Bauer from Better Leaders, Better Schools, and the School Leadership Series, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Hey, when you were a kid, did you ever flip through the Sears special Christmas catalog or the J.C. Penney special Christmas catalog? You know, and and eventually Toys R Us had this type of thing as well. It just wasn't the same, though, as the Sears and the J.C. Penney's ones. You know, those wish books, That's those were so cool. Well, today I'm talking my 20 things that would be on my wish list that I would want that are low tech for me as a teacher. Or how about 20 things that are low tech that I could give to a teacher? Hmm. Anyway, it's a list, and it's 20 things you could get a teacher on your list for this holiday. Check it out. Thanks for listening. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Hey, welcome back. You know, it's that time of year where uh, lots of kids are making lists. That's right. That's right. Uh, Lots of kids making lists and lots of adults are making lists too. And, you know, I started thinking, you know, should it be any different for the adult? (laughs) And the answer is, no, it shouldn't be. You know, when I when I was a kid, there used to be uh, two Christmas uh, wish books that came uh, at uh, right around Christmas time. One of them um, was called the Wish Book, and I believe that was a Sears one. And then there was one from J.C. Penney's. And you know, you couldn't wait for those to come in the mail or or to get them from the store, to pick them up at the store, and uh, bring them home and look through them and start circling stuff, right? You know, in re- more recent times, before, before they uh, kind of have pseudo-disappeared, you know, you, you look forward to that, uh, that toy insert from uh, Toys R Us, and, uh, and uh, now kind of Walmart's created something like that instead of Target. But it was nothing like that, uh, that wish book from Sears and, and that, that Christmas book from, uh, from J.C. Penney's that, uh, you know, just would spark your thoughts about, you know, oh, you know, if I could just have this, if I could just have that... You know, everything would be great. <laughs> and I can remember my parents always, uh, you know, <laughs> looking at that list generated from those uh, those Christmas wish books, you know, the pages folded and pages marked and, you know, see this page and see that and that type of thing. <laughs> How about you? Did you, uh, did you ever use those wish books? Did you ever circle the things? Did you ever make your list based upon what Sears showed you was available for Christmas time or JCPenney's, huh? <laughs> Okay, well, today what I'm talking about is, you know, all I want for Christmas is, and what I'm talking about here is, well, you should get a teacher for Christmas that's low-tech, all right? Now, now we're talking low technology here because there's there's lots of really cool gizmos and gadgets, and we're all focused on technology right now, but you just think about the number of things that you might be able to buy your favorite teacher, your teacher and your family, the teacher friend that you have. For Christmas? For the holidays? What do you think? Huh? Well, let's talk about that for just a minute. 
because I've got a whole list. I've got 20 things here. You know, just like opening that Sears wish book, I got a whole list of things that, you know, might have to be reduced. Yeah, but hey, you know, it's one of the things I like to tell people when I'm talking about, uh, you know, how I'd like to see a project work or what I'd like, uh, you know, something to, to look like and stuff like this. I always start off by saying, it's this is my Christmas wish list because <laughs> I start off by knowing that I might have to reduce it. So here are my 20 things that you, sh- you could get a teacher for Christmas or for whatever holiday you're celebrating that's low tech. All right. And so let's start with something that's really cool because... You know, I don't know of a teacher who doesn't use this stuff, but it can get expensive if you use it over time. (laughs) So they generally use the supplies that are there in school until it's gone. And uh, so that is chart paper. You know, chart paper is so cool, especially if you have the uh, easel that goes with it. So this could be a package deal, right? You get the chart paper and you get the easel. And uh, and, and by the way, when, when we talk about an easel... Some of the easels, you have to buy the little clip separately. So just pay attention to that if you're buying this for your friend the, uh, or for your family member who's the teacher or, you know, I don't know, giving it to yourself because you're the teacher. Just remember that you have the easel, the chart paper can attach to it. Well, it has to have that clip. And some of them, you know, you buy that separately. So it's just either a tripod, it's just a stand that you can put stuff on until you get that clip on top where it opens up. And you put the chart paper up there and it snaps too. Yes. All right. So chart paper is awesome because you can have the kids write on it. You can write on it. You can stick it around the walls as you're brainstorming. There's all kinds of stuff you can do with chart paper. Everything from making, you know, um, you know, outlining a story to uh, just uh, getting ideas about what the kids think about uh, how we're going to solve this problem next or that problem. Or even just giving them the chance to use the paper to create their plans for whatever they're going to do next in the class. There's all kinds of ideas on how to use it. Chart paper is one of those things that really gets, you know, a teacher's ideas going with how they could use it. And, and when you use it with kids, you know, hey, that's, that's a cool thing. I get to use this giant piece of paper, man. All right, so right along with that, let's talk about another really cool thing. And I wish I'd had this when I was a teacher. Uh, because no one had really thought about this yet. We were just in the brand new age of uh, these whiteboards that were coming around. And uh, for the most part, uh, many schools still had chalkboards, and uh, but you weren't seeing what is really cool now, which is the development of the mini whiteboard. I love the mini whiteboard. And, and so would the favorite teacher on your list love the mini whiteboards. Because now you could spend $400, you could spend $200, you could spend $100 on on uh, boards that are professionally made, but you don't have to. No, you could go to your favorite big box or little box um, hardware store and just ask them if they carry shower board or tile board. And that type of, uh, uh, and, and that's the product that you're looking for. And you know what's really cool is that, and especially in many of the big, bo- big box, <laughs> try and say that three times fast, big box stores, you know, they'll actually cut it if you have an idea what size you want those those squares or those rectangles to be. They'll uh, actually uh, cut it for you if you tell them you're a teacher, and uh, they won't charge you for all those multiple cuts. You just got to give them time to do it. <laughs> and it's really helpful if you give them permission that, uh, and say that, you know, it's, they're not all exactly the same size. They're about 11 by 17, somewhere in that range. Um, but it depends on how you want to make them. And what's really cool is that you can get about 22 out of a 4 by 8 sheet of uh, tile board or shower board, whatever you want to call it. But that's that stuff that has a white covering on it and what a cool gift if you went bought a sheet of it and it costs anywhere from you know like 12 to uh 
$22 a sheet, depending on how thick you get the stuff. And uh, look at that. You could give a classroom teacher a set of 20 to 22 whiteboards simply by going that buying that sheet of um, shower board, tower, tower board, uh, <laughs> tile board, shower board. There we go. Don't want to confuse those names. And uh, have it nice, put a nice bow around it. What a cool gift. And talk about low tech and an awesome tool for formative assessment. Yeah. So well, along with that, how about buying your favorite teacher dry erase markers? See, now if they have markers to go along with those whiteboards, yeah, there you go. And by the way, one of the things I've discovered is that with those mini whiteboards, for some reason, the purple and the orange work the best at coming off, right? You, you get uh, um, dry erase cleaner or, by the way, uh, Windex and uh, pretend Windex, you know, fake Windex work, work just fine in cleaning off those boards. And the colors that come off best that leave the least amount of residue are the purple and the orange. Now, this has nothing to do with any college football team for any of you out there, right? I knew, 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 because otherwise I have a whole bunch of different colors that I would be uh, touting here. But um, they really do. They come off better, and I strongly encourage you to look at that. But so my number one thought is chart paper. My number two on my list is mini whiteboards. My number three is dry erase markers. Well, my, my number four thing here to get to your favorite teacher is colored folders, right? Different colors. Yeah, file folders that you can put in a little file hanger. And, uh, you know, get them the different colors because that allows the teacher then to color code by class that they teach or by subject, by content, whatever's coming up. Yeah, there's a cool thing, and you just get them a box of those. What a what a neat thing, because it gets the creative juices flowing, right? And now, how about pencils? My number five on my list of 20 things to buy that teacher. I'm, you know, you're looking through this that wish book for uh, Christmas time from Sears, you know, is, okay, so Sears probably didn't have this stuff in it. <laughs> but uh, is how about buying a box of 500 pencils? <laughs> That's right. I know that sounds kind of goofy. But, uh, you know, you can go to a, you can go to any sort of uh, store and you can buy a package of pencils and stuff. But can you buy a box of 500 and then you could decorate them how you want to if you order them from some of these online places where, you know, I got to tell you, you can get them for fairly cheap the more you buy. And 500 pencils is not that expensive and get a cool box. And it might be that you order in them in the teacher's favorite color and you put on there their favorite saying or you put their name on them. <laughs> this pencil belongs to <laughs> one of the things I saw one time was a teacher had uh, pencils that said, um, if you find this, it's been stolen from. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, so how about a box of 500 pencils? Teachers always need pencils. They're always looking for pencils. Yes. Um, and number six on this list is painter's tape. Oh, my goodness. Painter's tape is amazing because it does not stay stuck. <laughs> you stick it up. So, like, think about that chart paper. You take the chart paper and you rip it off after you've written something on it and you stick it to the wall. Well, guess what? It's not going to rip off the paint. It's not going to be permanently glued to the wall. Painter's tape is amazing. It's usually a bright glue or a, a bright glue. Let's try that again. Bright blue or a bright green. Um, but painter's tape is awesome because it's meant to go on to just stick something temporarily and then you can pull it off without worrying about <laughs> doing things that uh, might concern your uh, your administration like uh got blotches all over your wall now because it ripped off all the paint. <laughs> Painter's tape is an amazing thing. I floated, you know, first five years of teaching, I didn't have my own classroom. I floated from classroom to classroom. This would have been such a cool tool with my own, uh, with, with my own chart paper. I could stick stuff to the wall, take it down and move on. <laughs> nice. All right. So 
Number one, chart paper. Number two, mini whiteboards. Number three, dry erase markers. Number four, colored folders. Number five, a box of 500 pencils. <laughs> okay, yeah, move on, Steve. Painter's tape, number six. Well, number seven, baskets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What I'm talking about, and lots of them have, they're lots of cool, bright colors that you can buy at different uh, little types of, uh, there's all kinds of stores that sell these types of things from the uh, the hobby stores to the uh, to the big box stores. But the point is, is that I've seen teaching colleagues use these for all kinds of things and they put labels on them usually. So if you need all those little pencil top erasers, you put them all in there or here's where all my pencils go or here's where all my my uh, color pencils go or here's where all my um, pens go and this is where I put my you know, little sticker sticky things to use on the chart paper. <laughs> and this is where my dry erase markers go. And then you stick them on the shelves because they have a label on the side, little baskets, and they're coming in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> I love it. So little baskets will help keep you organized and it can help the kids understand your organization and where you keep things because that's where you got it. And you teach them that if you take it out, you put it back in the little basket and put the basket back. Very nice. So how about Number eight on my list is reading books. Now, i got to think about age appropriateness, but uh, how about giving your uh, your favorite teacher a set of reading books that you know you can go to? There's some, there's some companies, one of them, I don't work for these companies, one of them is Scholastic, where they have from time to time these really cool um, shopping sprees that you can participate in, where you get like 50 books for $50 or, you know, whatever. It's, you know, it's a dollar a book. And uh, you can go to thrift stores and you can go to... Uh, go to different book sales and things like this that happen, different used bookstores, you know, places like that, and put together a bundle. That's right. You're going to bundle it <laughs> of age-appropriate uh, uh, books that would be great for your teacher to have in their room for extended reading exercises and stuff like this. Yeah, there's a, there's a thought. Well, number nine, how about beanbag chairs? Every teacher, well, at least many of the teachers I've ever worked with would love to have beanbag chairs. Beanbag chairs are great places for the kids to go back to <laughs> my previous thought, you know, those books, great places to read. Yes. When you give them reading time, kids love to sit in the beanbags and read the book. And, you know, you could use them for other activities in the classroom, but a beanbag chair would be awesome. Or two, maybe. <laughs> How about pencil boxes? If you're going to get 500 pencils, how about pencil boxes? Because a lot of times we, we ask the kids to, to have pencil boxes, but we don't think about the teacher really needing something like that. And the teacher could use pencil boxes because you can put all kinds of things in pencil boxes. Pencil boxes could have pencils. <laughs> Imagine that. Pencil boxes could have erasers. Pencil boxes could have scissors. Pencil boxes could have glue sticks. Yeah. All right. So, number 11, we're halfway there. Number 11 on my list of 20 things from my wish book that I would love to have or give to the teacher in my family or my favorite teacher would be, how about collapsible or foldable tables? Hmm. Can you imagine how you could redo your room? You know, if you have desk, you shove the desk aside, you reach over, you grab your foldable table, you, you unfold it, and voila, we've got a big work area now. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? I think so. <laughs> How about that? That would be a cool thing to have. And you specifically say, I thought maybe you might be interested in having your own table workspace in your classroom. <laughs> All right. So collapsible foldable tables is number 11 on my list. How about number 12? How about folding chairs? That's right. So if we got folding tables, folding chairs, because we can push the desk aside, we can have folding chairs, which allow us then to 
um, shift the kids around. They can sit at these tables easily and stuff like that. Or you could just get a couple chairs. And what you do there is it's for you or for kids to pull up to a, a group and stuff like this. So it just helps you have those extra chairs in the classroom. You, know, you can have fun with it. You can paint them. <laughs> you can make them definitely belong to you with stickers all over them, <laughs> however you want to. But, uh, you know, folding chairs is a great idea. Now, here's a biggie, number 13, because it covers a whole bunch of things. But how about craft supplies? That's right. Things like craft sticks. You know, they're also called popsicle sticks. <laughs> sometimes they're plastic. Sometimes they're wooden. Um, sometimes they're different sizes, you know, as, as big as tongue depressors sometimes. But, uh, you know, craft sticks are awesome. They use them for all kinds of things. How about glue and glue sticks? How about... Now, now by the way, I wouldn't buy super glue. <laughs> all right? I don't care what age they are. I wouldn't buy super glue because that's when you end up with people stuck together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, cotton balls, glitter, paint, you know, the little... Not, not house paint. <laughs> little containers of paint, pipe cleaners, construction paper, craft foam. Yeah, craft foam is awesome. You can make all kinds of things out of that. Paint brushes, plastic cups, crayons, material dowel, you know, material like in, you know, like you sew things and make things out of. Yeah, that type of material. How about dowel rods and so much more? Yeah, craft supplies. Craft supplies is like a, a teacher's dream. You could really have fun because you could Go get a box, a really colorful box, maybe a box that's shaped like a treasure chest or something like this, and put all kinds of cool craft supplies inside. Oh, <laughs> what a great thing. Great idea right there. You know, any any teacher who likes to have different projects go on in the classroom, you can always use a treasure chest of craft supplies. So number 14 on my list is... How about rulers and measuring tapes? Now, those always come in handy. You don't have to be a science teacher to need those. It depends on what you're, you know, there's all kinds of projects and activities that you may have need for 22 to 25 to 30 rulers or or measuring tapes. And measuring tapes, you don't have to buy the big fancy ones from, from the hardware store. There's little dinky ones that a lot of times you might actually be able to get, you know, like a dentist or somebody to uh, put their name on it and buy them for you. You know, a, a local builders, things like that. All right, so how about, you know, and, and we're, we're almost there. We're only, we're almost five away because number 15 is scissors. Yeah, and I, and I wouldn't, <laughs> you got to be careful here. We're not talking about the ultra sharp things that you get for, uh, you know, helping to make uh, clothing and stuff like this. What we're talking about are kid-friendly scissors. Um, and don't forget the left-handed kids, all right? Don't forget the left-handed kids because any teacher could use left-handed scissors as well as right-handed scissors. And, uh, and once again, remember those boxes I was talking about? Well, you could put them inside the box. You could label it scissors. <laughs> what a cool thing. How about, uh, here's one of my favorites, number 16 on my list out of my wish list that I'm putting down would be Pencil sharpener. That's right. Now, it's funny because old school pencil sharpeners, many of them work very well. And what I mean by old school are the type that are just mechanical. You just move the rod, you stick the pencil in one end, and you move the little the little handle on it, and, uh, and voila, you have a sharpened pencil. Now, what you have to have with that is you have to have a place to mount that. Some of them come today with these little suction mounts on them that you push the little handle and it gets stuck. Um, others are very old school and you just need to be able to mount them to a piece of wood or mount them to a wall, mount them to a bookcase, that type of thing. Now, you also have the electric pencil sharpeners, which are also fine. The point is, is that a pencil sharpener is a wonderful thing to have in a classroom and a teacher having more than one, that is very helpful for those times when you're working on things and more, it allows you to get through all the kids who need their pencil sharpener. <laughs> 
A little faster, yes. <laughs> so we just did number 16 on my list. Number 17 on my list. That's right, going through that wish book, looking through there, thanking JCPenney, thanking Sears. I don't work for these companies. <laughs> anyway, how about clocks? And don't do the digital clock thing. Do a clock with numbers and hands. That's right, we want to help the kids learn how to tell time, all right? Not, not have the clock tell us. Let's use. Let's get some clocks with hands and numbers on them, all right? But you know, these are relatively inexpensive, and you can have fun with this. I mean, if you buy your favorite teacher something like this. I Now, I, I would stay away from the annoying ones, like, you know, on the hour or on the half hour, a bird tweets. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> or a cat goes, meow. <laughs> yeah, those can get quite annoying. Uh, my all-time favorite one is a Three Stooges one where on the hour and the half hour, Curly went, nyuck, 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 nyuck. And then, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go online and look up the Three Stooges. <laughs> and you'll understand. <laughs> so anyway, um, a clock, numbers and hands, awesome thing. You, you know, you can get really cool with these, but what a cool low-tech item to get your teacher. How about number 18 on my list, a file cabinet, right? I mean, and it doesn't have to be one of those giant ones that you can't move once you put stuff in it. It could be the smaller portable ones. It could be the very portable ones, which really aren't solid file cabinets. They're just little rollerable uh, file store thingies <laughs> where the, the hanging folder file folders can... Uh, um, you know, they can create their little classroom list of kids right there or um, projects or whatever it is, or this becomes their uh, place to put late work or this becomes their place to put uh, assignments for the day type thing. But different types of file uh, file cabinets. Some of them are the traditional ones where you have the door, the drawers on them and even have a lock, the ability to lock them. And those come in, you know, tall heights, short heights, <laughs> have side doors on them and all kinds of things. But you could also do the type that aren't really file cabinets, but they're um, for holding files and putting uh, papers in and such. And, you know, sometimes they have tops, sometimes they don't have tops. The point is, is that, uh, you know, there's different things here that you could help because the teacher's always looking for a place to put stuff. That's right. Especially to put papers or to have the kids put their papers or to have the kids reach in to get their assignment for the day. That type of thing. What a cool way of handling that. So number 19 on my list is clothes tree or a coat tree that's right because think about it when you come into a classroom and there, and there's two ways of thinking about this one is for the teacher themselves all right the idea that you get them a clothes tree that is all about a place where they put their rain jacket they put their coat they put their hat whatever it is they need to put that they have to have for uh, you know dealing with <laughs> the climate the weather um, that type of stuff uh, it could also be a place where they hang an extra shirt and tie or they they keep that extra you know that 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 smock or whatever it is that uh, their lab coat or something like this but you know we always have from time to time um, the need to have a, a clothes tree like that and that would be cool now the other way you could look at this uh, um, when I'm talking about a clothes tree or a coat tree is a place for kids to put their jackets all right and, you know in some elementary classrooms they have they they have the hooks and stuff like that but the older the kids get that's all gone away so that's another thing that that helps you solve because a lot of times they're they're stuck on their chairs they're hanging over the edges people step on those sleeves there's all kinds of things it is up on the ground hey you know that's that's a thought right well number 20 on my list Number 20 on my on my wish list looking through the magazines are how about dorm rugs or colorful carpet pieces. Oh, I love these things. It's so cool. I've seen just 
I've seen teachers use these in such a wonderful fashion where they, they get these rugs that are multicolored or they have maps on them or they have, uh, you know, a map of a neighborhood on it or they have the United States on them, whatever it is. You know, it's you get this and you give it to them and they can use it as a place to read to the kids from. They could use it as a place where the kids transition to it for reading time. They could use it as a place where the kids transition to it to hear instructions. I mean, there's any number of ways that a, a really creative teacher could use a, a lar- uh, you know, a kind of a medium-sized rolled-up carpeting, <laughs> and they place on their floor. And a lot of times, these are just you know, like four by eight, four by six um, types of sizes. You know, maybe maybe a little different. But the point is, is that it allows them to have the kids sit on it or stand on it, or you know, it's a place where they give instructions from. Oh, they can be so creative with it. And uh, what I love is that some of them come in such unique colors. <laughs> and you it, it, it just go to a carpet place and say, hey, I was looking to see, you wouldn't happen to have any really wild c- carpet remnant that's about, oh, four by eight, four by 10, uh, you know, six by four, that type of thing. And uh, that you're stuck with, that you'd give me a really great price. <laughs> you know, somebody who bought that purple carpeting and then decided they didn't want it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The uh, yeah, my favorite one was I, I visited a teacher who had a a lime neon green carpet. Uh, that was so cool, it, you know. Was, and the, that's where she talked with the kids. I've seen ones that has those squares on it and stuff. I mean, just teachers will use carpeting and in such cool ways. <laughs> It'll become one of their instructional tools. So, what do you think? Today, I was talking about you know my Christmas wish list, my my. Uh, wish list for uh, for Santa to bring me these things and uh, you know for the the classroom teacher on my list you're going to be able to get those uh, to your favorite teacher right so what'd you think about that 20 things now granted you know like my parents used to make me I used to have to reduce my list just a little bit <laughs> so you know like, like I said do you remember that did you go through the Sears catalog did you go through the JC Penney's catalog at Christmas time because I mean, there were special catalogs at Christmas time you know and uh it's not quite the you know Walmart and and Target have tried to and Toys R Us have tried to match those but they still just didn't quite get the same feel as those uh those wish books from the past but today I was talking about the top 20 things that you could get a teacher for the holidays that are low-tech. Huh. I'll bet you could add more stuff to that list, couldn't you? Well, happy buying, happy shopping. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas and enjoy. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.